weekdays from noon to 2 p.m. from the most interactive talk show in sports talk radio. We are R&R 920 AM, KRLV Las Vegas. You're listening to the JT The Brick Show, where the Raider Nation has come to sound off and react for over 20 years. It's time for JT The Brick. I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm not in the prediction business, but you're going to have all of my energy, all my passion, and we are going to do something that I dreamed of in this city. NFL radio, balls out, win or lose, with everybody on the same page. And it's going to be interactive. And you are the biggest part of it. I promise you, you are the priority. JT The Brick. We want to hear you. And we want to hear you develop an NFL edge to this NFL city with one of the greatest global brands in the history of sports. Al Davis's, now Mark Davis's, Las Vegas Raiders. So get excited, because you can obviously tell I'm excited. And now, here's JT the Brick. Welcome back. Hour number two of the show, live from the Raider facility. The Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center right here in beautiful Henderson, Nevada. I went on the long journey from Summerlin today. Almost had to take a flight. I was going to take a flight, but I am here. I'm thrilled to be in the building, and we got a big hour lined up for you. It's NBA trade deadline. We're still talking about March Madness. The Heat traded for Oladipo. It looks like they're close to signing LaMarcus Aldridge as they're making a deeper playoff run. No news on the Lakers just yet, but there's a couple of big trades going down. Woj bombs, as we like to talk about in the NBA. We just had Dan Wetzel on to talk about Deshaun Watson. If you heard that interview, it seems like Deshaun Watson is really at a make-or-break point early in his career. 16 women have come forward, but none of them with a police report. So what happens with the police investigation? And one thing I didn't mention as we wrapped it up with Dan, Roger Goodell has more money than the entire budget for the Houston Police Department. So when they do investigations and they decide, oh, the police are going to put this many people on the Deshaun Watson case to try to interview all of these alleged victims, the NFL can come in with more money and do their own interviews. And when is that going to happen? No one seems to know. Thrilled to welcome Eddie Pascal into his lab where he does all his podcasts and does a lot of radio for us, and he'll be doing more. He's on the digital side with the Raiders. He's a Raider insider, and good to see you in the building. I know. I mean, before we even start, you know, chopping it up, I just got to say how good it feels to see someone else here, because usually when we do this, it's just me screaming into the void, (laughs) me seeing, you know, these kind of fuzzy people walk by this window right behind me. But it feels good to see another human being, obviously socially distanced and all that stuff, making sure all the health and safety protocols are being followed. But it feels good to see another human. I'm excited. I'm fired up. And I'm excited that the team put this, and you've been with, how many years you've been with the team now? Oh, gosh. Uh, I think I'm going into, this will be full-time season seven good for I believe. you yeah and for them to put this much money into this podcast and radio studio for all the years that we did radio remotes and podcasts from the building in alameda which was nice and serviceable this is um, this is five star i mean this is a completely different kind of world that we're living yeah. in i mean we go back to gosh three four years ago and i kid you not you know marcus very well me and marcus and travis would sit in an equipment studio or an equipment closet, closet. and we would record our podcast there and granted this was very early on and we were still kind of figuring things out but to think about that beautiful equipment closet which I hold very dear to my heart and then to look at what we're here now with the cameras and the lights and making sure we sound incredible I mean it's it's like night and day and it's it's an exciting time to be a fan of the Raiders and to be working here no doubt yeah and with protocol because we've been dealing with COVID I haven't seen you much I see you online when we get COVID tested yeah the goal here is to have the ability to bring John Gruden in from his office, to bring Mike Mayock in from their office. You're at practice. You get a lot of access to the team. So you could go to a practice all day and then bring a player up here for a podcast and have that in real time. you got to be excited about that. Yeah, no doubt. And I think the people that designed not only our studio, but the building as a whole deserve mm-hmm. a lot of credit because you know as well as I do how difficult it can be to kind of wrangle guys from practice and bring them into a studio, whether it's a podcast studio, a television studio, whatever it is. These guys are on very tight schedules. They had a lot going on. During the season, you know how high stress yeah. everything is. And so, so to be like, hey, 
Player X. It's a two-minute walk from the field right up here. We're going to get you in. We're going to get you out, and you're going to be on your way. It's huge, and I think just the functionality of this space is incredible. And you nailed it, Eddie Pascal, in the building. What's key for coaches for me, because you know Greg Olson, Johnny Morton, Gus Bradley you're getting to know. I think they want to come on the radio. Will Kiss does an amazing job in this department of getting them on the radio so they can tell their story. We can only tell so much until we can interview them. And I, I want to ask you about Gus Bradley from talking to him and seeing him around the building. What do you think he adds to this organization in this window, still in free agency heading into the draft? Well, I think he adds a fresh voice, right? And I think that Coach talked about, Coach Gruden talked about that at the end of last year when Paul Gunther was ultimately relieved of his duties, that this team needed a fresh voice, his defense needed a fresh voice. And I think that's exactly what Gus does. I think he's, in my limited conversations with him, right, because we're still, like you said, getting to know him, getting to know what he's about, who he is as a coach, as a man, all that kind of stuff. He's been very very even keeled, Mm -hmm. a guy that it doesn't seem like there's going to be much that's going to flap him on game day. A guy who's going to come in incredibly prepared, knows exactly what the plan is. And hey, if we have to change from that plan, if we have to deviate sometime in the third quarter, hey, we have a plan A, B, C, D, and E ready to go. So I think that he brings a new energy. He brings a new excitement to this team. And I think, you know, most importantly, he's just a new face, a new leader, a new person with ideas and ready to infuse them into this Raiders defense. I like Paul Gunther because he treated me too. and my family well. And he was good to us, and it didn't work out with him at the end. But I think this is an upgrade now. Nothing against Paul, but the fact that we're talking about a new defensive coordinator and Gus, who was a head coach. He was one of the architects of the Legion of Boom. And I want to stay with the defense before we get to the offensive line. I think what he has to do is coach the players who are young to a higher level. Now, I don't know if Gunther wasn't able to do that or not. He's gone. That's old news. But do you believe that Gus can teach these guys where to line up better? Because you and I are in the building on game day and there's no one there. And how many times do we see John Abram lined up in the box, someone running by him, or just someone not on the right side or a linebacker just Gets in the wrong gap. I hope that gets cleaned up. Yeah, and I've heard so many people that know so much more about football tell me that really at this level, being a coach, a majority of what you're doing is you're being a teacher. You're telling these guys, we don't need to teach you how to tackle and all this stuff. You're a, you're a professional football player. You know exactly how to do that. But we're teaching you our scheme. We're teaching you where to be, like you said, at the exact right moment. And there were a lot of times last year when you think back and you watch those games where you're sitting there and you and I are at the stadium and you, you would come out of the studio and we'd kind of, scratch our head a little bit like how did how did this happen right. defensively and I now think Gus comes in he's a guy who has a ton of experience a guy who's been a head coach who can be like hey this is the way we're going to do it and like you said getting these younger players ready to go because I think he kind of just talking about his temperament that we were talking about a second ago a very even keeled guy a guy who I think is going to be an incredibly effective communicator and I think at this level is so important you have to be able to talk to these guys you have to be able to slow things down you know, kind of eliminate that noise when it's third and long and, hey, the game's on the line. Hey, John Abram, Max, Klee, Yannick, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. We've right. practiced Good this. Point. We know what we're doing, and let's just do it. And I think that's one of the things that he's going to bring to this team in 2021. All right, when we come back, we are going to – and Bobby told me we got to fix something digitally here. We'll do that on the other side. Eddie's going to join us. And then at the bottom of the hour, uh, Bill Williamson, one of the great long-term Raider insiders, are going to jump on. He has a lot to say. We've been texting back and forth. We're brought to you by PTs as we continue live from the Raiders' headquarters. This is Raider Nation Radio. The JT The Brick Show is brought to you by the Henderson Hyundai Superstore, an official partner of the Golden Knights, located on Boulder Highway in Henderson. They have the super deals you're looking for. Brace for impact, Vegas, and prepare for a playground built for the curious, a place for those who fancy something a bit off script. Where surprise and delight are served straight up, and the right way to Vegas is a left on Harmon. So plant your fun flag and claim new ground to play in. Get ready for Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. Us unstoppable. Official opening on March 25th. Visit virginhotelslv.com. Must be 21 or older. Rooms are based on availability and our plus tax. Management reserves all rights. 
You subscribe to your streaming services, beauty boxes, and gym memberships. Now, Finley Volvo brings you the ability to subscribe to your car with Care by Volvo. Simplify your life with one payment that includes your car, your car insurance, maintenance, and road hazard protection. With flexible terms as short as four months, owning a car will never be the same. The all-inclusive Care by Volvo is available now at Finley Volvo. Visit us on West Sahara or online at finleyvolvo.com to learn more. It's JT, and you know I love a great Vegas steakhouse, and my family loves to grill out almost every night of the week. Now I have the ultimate hookup for you at meetupvegas.com. Vegas' premier wholesale meat provider. I've already purchased the Happy Griller case. The steaks and chicken were exceptional. I'm not going back to the grocery store to purchase meat anytime soon. Go to meetupvegas.com. The code is JTBRICK. The code is JTBRICK at meetupvegas.com. Code JTBRICK. More lawyer, less fee. I'm attorney Paul Powell. Have you been injured in a crash? Do you want to win your case? Do you want the insurance companies saying, It's Paul Powell. Of course you do. I've spent almost 20 years helping injury victims get paid, and I for sure can help you. If you're tired of greedy lawyers, call 728-5500 or go to paulpowell.com. I really can help. Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Some restrictions apply. Running a business gets more complicated every year, so you need a trusted advisor in your corner, especially when it comes to your workers' comp program. Pro Group Management has been helping Nevada's self-insured businesses for over 20 years. Whether your business is retail, trucking, building, agriculture, or auto, our team has the expertise to make sure your coverage meets your needs and at a price that fits your budget. Our award-winning team keeps track of all the important regulatory issues that impact your business. We help with safety, compliance, and inspections because that's what you should expect from a trusted business partner. Find out how to have Pro Group Management work for you. Visit our website at pgmnv.com to receive a free cost savings analysis now. That's pgmnv.com or call our Las Vegas office at 702-740-4380. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. They said it couldn't be done, but Dollar Loan Center has done it. We've made getting a signature loan up to $5,000 even faster. Introducing Dollar Loan Center Instant Funding. That's right, you can now have your signature loan funds loaded directly to your debit card with no waiting period. You can walk out of one of our over 50 locations and spend your money immediately. Or you don't even have to come into a store. Just apply online for free at don'tbebroke.com. Is rent due today? Need to book a last-minute flight? Or maybe your car registration's due today? Dollar Loan Center's got you covered today with our new instant funding. Get up to $5,000 in minutes. There's no added fees and no collateral is needed. There are never any early payment penalties, and we give you over a year if you need it to pay back your loan. Dollar Loan Center is now offering instant funding. Licensed by the Bad Financial Institutions Division. Customer must be minimum loan qualifications. Review loan qualifications. Visit us at don'tbebroke.com. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. This is the JT The Brick Show, brought to you by PT's, Sierra Gold, Sean Patrick's, PT's Ranch, the SG Bar, PT's Gold, and PT's Brewing Company. You know, just doing what I do um, as, as a man, um, what I've been doing since I got into this league, uh, setting an example in practice, that's where it starts at. It starts in practice. It doesn't start on Sundays, and the way you go about your work, uh, the way you treat your teammates, the way uh, you take in the coaching, that's how I can make, uh, I can help contribute to this team becoming even better. Um, those are the major things, and uh, guys will see surely enough that I'm a, I'm a work hard guy. I love to practice hard, and uh, when you do those things, it can translate into the game. JT, back with you. That is Yannick Ngakwe, who joined me yesterday on the show. We were excited to talk to him, guy I thought the Raiders would get. I've been saying his name for over a year. Now the Raiders have him, and he has to really pop this year. Eddie Pascal from the Raiders digital team joins us. So we were wrapping it up with Gus Bradley. I think he's got to be a bit of a hard ass, too. I think he's got to get in the face of these guys game day and get them to play at a higher level. And I think Littleton, to me, is really the X factor. When they got him from the Rams, he was a breakout on his way to being maybe a Pro Bowl type of player. 
What happened to him last year, and can Gus get more out of him? You know, I might be a little higher on, on Corey Littleton than most yeah. folks. I mean, you especially look at those last, well, you know, two, three games. I mean, he was playing good football, and, and I know that the fir- the way the season started and really the majority of his season as, as a whole was disappointing. I mean, he literally said that at the end of the season. And, you know, I talked to Gus. I was talking to – I forget who I was talking to, one of our guys here, and I said, you know, it's so rare that you see a player, especially in 2020, come out and be like, Look, dude, I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. I, like, I straight up didn't get it done. And the fact that he was so accountable to himself, accountable to his teammates, accountable to the organization, and says, look, I got to be better. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt headed into 2021. I am. And, and I think that he's going to be better. I think he's going to play better. I think that he's really important to what this team wants to do defensively. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what he can do. But you're absolutely right. Where Gus Bradley is going to have to figure out how do we maximize this guy? We've seen he can do it before. He's not an unproven, oh, let's sure. see what we get. We know what we can get out of him. How do we get that now? You nailed it. He has to play to his ability or beyond. I think that's really been the issue, Eddie, is that how much more can Cleland, can we get out of Cleland quickly? He's so young in his career, and we forget you're here and you were out of the building too due to COVID, the COVID protocol. So how do you judge a player who didn't play a lot or wasn't able to practice and his teammates weren't there, offensive line wasn't in practice for a week, John Abrams out for a week. When you look at this, there's only a point where you could go so far evaluating a player now there's no excuses you got to come in even if there's still COVID protocol and you have to have a great year what about Kwiatkowski and what he can do yeah I mean I like Nick a lot too and I know I like this guy I like that guy but I really do I I think that Nick brings a calming uh, influence to the center of that defense I think he's going to be a guy that is going to benefit immensely from being here his second year and I think like you said we don't know what the protocols are going to look like in 2021 I you know fingers crossed that it's not as extreme as it was a year ago and there's a little more access for for guys to kind of be at their best and to be available and be in the building and getting ready to go for game day but I think that Nick in tandem uh, you know with Corey Littleton and I think you bring up Nicholas Morrow to a guy who's going to be back in 2021 I mean that's a good group. I, I don't know if that's a group, if that's the three you're going to see, you know, week one. I think mm. that there will probably be some additions and, and things will change between now and then. But I think Nick is a good communicator. As I said, he's going to be a guy that gets everyone in position uh, as a guy that's going to be familiar with what Gus Bradley wants by the time he gets to the regular season. And I think that, like I said, headed into year two for him, only, you know, arrows going up on him. Eddie Pascal from the Raiders digital team. We're both live in studio today. Let's go to the back end on what needs to improve. This is where Gus, I think, can break down a practice, Eddie. And take the secondary aside and say with the new coaches, here's what I want to work on today and get more out of Arnett, more out of Mullen, more out of Abram. And then they got to bring in someone else. And I don't know if they're going to do that. If you bring in a young free safety from the draft, it could be the same problem we had with the safety like Abram who had problems. So I'm hoping they get a veteran. I'm surprised they didn't get a veteran already at that position. But the markets come back a bit. Overall, give me your assessment of the secondary and what needs to improve. Well, I think if you're a fan of this team sitting here on, on a Thursday afternoon, that's the area you look at and say, okay, how are we going to get better there between now and, and week one? Uh, I think, like you said, a veteran-free safety I think would help a lot. Uh, and, you know, you look at a guy like John Abram, whose year last year, for better or for worse, he had great moments. He had moments that were really not great. I think for him it's kind of re- returning to the middle, just being consistent week in and week out. I think Trayvon Mullen is a really, really good cornerback. I think that he needs a little help on the other side as well. I think Damon is going to have a nice bounce back year. But I like the corners. I really do. I like Trayvon. I like Damon a lot. I think you need a veteran presence, whether that's uh, you know just another veteran defensive back, another corner, a safety, whatever it is, mm-hmm. because I think you need someone who can kind of be that voice of reason with those guys. And I think one of the things that we love so much about John Abram is he is a high emotion, high right. intensity kind of guy. And sometimes you need an old man, right? You need a dude with a, a few grays in his beard to be like, all right, look, I appreciate that enthusiasm. I really do. But hey, this is what we're doing. This is what the situation calls for. There are moments to be loud and boisterous and pounding your chest and to be the hardest hitter on the field, but there are also moments to make the smart football play. And I think that having a veteran, having a guy who's been in the league for a time to be that voice, I think would only be would only pay positive dividends for this group going forward. I agree with everything you said. Eddie Pascal in studio, kind enough to join us. Let's move to offense. It hurt to lose Rodney. You know, he won four Commitment to Excellence Awards. I thought he was a great Raider, and it's, I don't say that often. He was a great Raider, but it, it's clear to me the Raiders decided to go cheaper on the offensive line, not to get worse, but to spend money more on the defensive side. How do you think this affects the offensive line 
going forward, the new players that they're bringing in, and how Tom Cable plays a role in this. Well, I, I think it's funny because you look at, what was it, last week, and you see the same things that I do on Twitter. Oh. And people, oh, the sky oh. is falling. What are we doing? What are we doing? I have oh. no idea. You know, we're trading, we're, you know, trading away the strength of this team. And I understand that from a fan perspective, right? You look at Rodney. Rodney, one of the best centers in the NFL. Gabe Jackson has been a stud his entire time here. Trent Brown is his own situation, right? We don't need to get too far down the rabbit hole with that one. But at the end of the day, you're getting rid of guys that you're familiar with. And now, what do people, people don't like uncertainty, especially right now, especially with their football team. They want to know what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And I think you fast forward to this week, you have Nick Martin in. You, he, you know, he has a very valuable death piece, a guy who can do a lot of things. He can play center. He can work on the interior of that, of that offensive line. You extend Andre James. He's not going anywhere now. Colton has just very quietly gone about his business for the past, what, two, right two and back. a half years? Yeah. Right back. He's going to show up and he's going to do his thing on game day. Fantastic. I think you look at right tackle. Right tackle is obviously the big question mark right now. Richie Incognito is back. Denzel Good is back. And it's coming together. Mm -hmm. But I think really what all of this points to is we're going to have another big year from Tom Cable. And and Tom Cable, time and time again, throughout his many stops in the league, has shown he is an elite offensive line coach. And you think back to last year, and it feels like we never saw that starting five. I I forget what the stat was, but if it was like, what, two series up and through November that the original starting five was out there, something crazy like that. But it felt like every week it was a new right tackle. Every week it was a new left guard. And somehow, some way, Tom Cable got that group ready to go. And by and large, they played really well. And there were games, there were halves where it wasn't as smooth and fluid as we would like. But overall, they played really, really well. So you go back to this year, you look at all those new pieces, and you say, Tom Cable, work your magic. We've seen you do it before. Mm-hmm. It's time to do it again. Well, he should be able to do it. The, my problem is, will these guys be available? The yeah. big word that Gruden said, Coach Gruden said last year, is guys weren't available. He was so frustrated by the second half of the year because he didn't have them for practice. He didn't have them on game day. And for those who have been critical of Coach Gruden, Tell me a coach who had to deal with more COVID, and you can blame COVID. I'm not a COVID shamer. People get COVID, they get COVID. I don't judge where they got it. But coach had it. He had to deal with it, and players weren't available. Now it's a different unit that he's going to have. Is it a luxury to have a backup like Marcus Mariota and a backup like Drake when you don't have a safety yet, a free safety, you don't have a right tackle? I like the way they reworked Mariota's deal. But they spent a lot of money on a backup running back for Josh Jacobs. Tell me about that. I mean, let's look at this, you know, right now. I don't think there's any team in the NFL that can say, we're complete. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. We're going to go walk in on Sunday. We're going to play, you know, the, the type Other of ball we want to play. <laughs> Other than the Bucs. Okay, fair enough. Other than fair the enough. Bucks, right? All right, but yeah. take 31 out of 32, right. right? And the Raiders fall into that. And I don't think that... Uh, Coach Gruden would tell you. I don't think Mike Mayock would tell you. This is it. This is what we're going to trot out there week one. So I think that... You know, we look at these areas that need to get better, and I think that they're areas that are going to be addressed because oh, we look at the end of the season until the start of free agency. When I look at the approach that Mayock and Gruden have had, it has been methodical. It hasn't been overly sexy and overly flashy. It hasn't been rushed. It's been very measured, and they've gone down the checklist yeah. of things that they need to do. Now, there are still things on the checklist that need to be accomplished, but I think it's important to understand that we're sitting here in, what is it, late mid-March, late mm-hmm. March right now? This isn't a final, you know, the no. final version of what we're going to see. But bringing Marcus Mariota back, I think, is great. I think that he's a guy that has shown he can play at a high level. I'm obviously a little biased to him. I really enjoy him because he's Absolutely. an Oregon legend. Go Ducks. But I think that he does. Everyone, you know, likes to talk about how much money he's making, this and that. But until you need a backup quarterback, like, you don't know how important that is until oh, you need it, right? He is a brilliant, he is the best backup quarterback. And, Eddie, I, I said this, and I'm not done saying it. I think Marcus, the Raiders could end up trading him. They could end up moving him if they get to the point where a quarterback gets hurt, a starting quarterback, and maybe get a return. But you nailed it. If, if Derek goes down, then you have the best backup in the league coming in, and you can get to the playoffs. If the Raiders are 2-2 two and two or they're 3-1 and one or, God forbid, something happens, he can play. I want to wrap it up with you, Eddie Pascal in studio, on the rest of the offense. In my mind, it's Ruggs, it's Edwards, it's Renfro, it's Waller. I've treated Waller like a receiver, not a tight end. When you can get 100 receptions, 90, you don't get treated like a tight end. But that takes the ball away from Ruggs and Renfro and Edwards. Who pops in this group? Somebody in that group has got to be significantly better. And I think Renfro doesn't get enough touches. He just doesn't. Edwards was hurt. And then we look at Ruggs again. 
Ruggs has got to flash quickly in the beginning part of this year, or I think the fans are going to be saying, what's going on? Why did we grab him? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you 100%. You look at that group, and you look at Waller, like you said, it's kind of his own unicorn He's type, his own type unicorn beast, right? He's his own dude, right? But you need to get production elsewhere, uh, and I think that Ruggs is the obvious answer for that because you look at you look at him and you've seen the flashes. You saw it as a rookie. We didn't see it as much as we would have liked for, for a multitude of reasons, but you see how good he can be, what he can do when he is right, and he's a guy now that headed into year two has got to be your guy on the outside. He has got to get involved going deep. He's got to get involved in the intermediate passing game. He just has to be a guy that you have the ball in his hands and you feel comfortable going to him time after time after time. And this isn't a bad thing, but there were a lot of times last year where you look and it's, oh, it's second and six. Where's this ball going? Nine times out of ten, it's going to Waller, right? right? You know that as much as I do. And that means defenses know that too. And Waller is going to get so much attention and give the man credit because, like you said, he is a unicorn. He is his own kind of guy. He is still putting down these incredible stats. But you need to kind of alleviate some of that pressure off of him, some of that burden. And I think the, the tandem of Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards are going to be key to doing that next year. Last game. question before we get to Bill Williamson. The red zone offense, it's got to get better. Yep. And I don't have to say it because Coach Gruden always beats himself up with that. He says he's got to get better. How does the red zone offense get better? Oh, boy, that's a million-dollar question. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of it is going to come down to the success of that kind of new reworked offensive line. I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is going to be there. I think that Derek is going to be a, more, a year more comfortable, a year more knowledgeable, Absolutely. especially in the red zone. But I think I, I'm a big offensive line, defensive line kind of guy. So my default answer for all that kind of stuff will always be like, who's going to win the line of scrimmage? Right, And I think that if the Raiders can have the type of offensive line led by Tom Cable that I think they are capable of having, I think it's got to start with those five fellas up front. Great job. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for having for me. It feels good, man. Space. Yeah, good no, no, no. Oh, and go Ducks. That's right. Dana Altman's a friend of the show. Had him on last week. You're going up against the Mobleys. Mm-hmm. Can you stop them? Oh. Listen, I, tell, I talk about Dana Altman all the time, where Dana Altman is just, it doesn't matter if he has no one on the team, if they have two healthy bodies, if they start 1-15, and 15, that team is going to be playing their best basketball at this time of the year. And he does it year in and year out. He's an Oregon legend. Give him my best next time you, uh, you talk to him. Have a great March Madness. You too, brother. Thank you. There he is, Eddie Patzkel. Really appreciate him coming in on a day like today. He's in the building, and he's in the building all the time. Good to have him as a resource here. Bill Williamson joins me, another elite Raider insider with SB Nation. All right, Bill, it's been busy. It's been real busy. Uh, give me a big picture so far, your impression on the Raider offseason. Well, big picture, and thanks for having me, JT. Um, I think the big big picture is, are they better? And, and I don't know if they are. And, and that surprises me because when the season ended, you know, at 8-8, eight and eight, and you asked me, will they be better a week or so in the free agency? I'm like, yeah, they probably will be because this is a growing program and they're not going to really be tearing anything up. And then they tear, tear things up. And I know the salary cap, and I get that. But, you know, everybody's dealing with the salary cap being 182.5 this year. So not a real huge excuse. Uh, the offensive line changes scare me for the Raiders. I, I think people who think, okay, well, this is Brown's out, Dave's out, Rodney Hudson, an elite player at his position, every game he suits up is out. I don't know if he just magically replaced those guys and think that it's going to be even close to what it was. So that worries me. Uh, the defensive line has gotten better. I think there's no doubt about that. Is it got enough impact and man, is it better? I, I, I don't know, but it, it is better. Uh, you know, uh, Nagalwe, I think is they, I think they did as good as they could in free agency at the pass rush year. You know, when you get free agency, especially at those premium positions, when those guys at premium uh, positions hit the market, there's usually some red flags to mm-hmm. all of them, whether it's injury, effort questions, whatever. Um, the, and, and he has some questions about him. This is his fourth team in a year. His his sack numbers have not gone up. But I think, you know, I think they did well in getting him, and the pass, Raiders' pass rush will be better. Um, but are they better at other spots? I'm not sure. I just don't know in the big picture if they are better. 
Bill Williamson joins us. I think that's really fair analysis. They're not better on the offensive line. They hope to be better, and that's what they'll be judged on this year was the offensive line after getting rid of Rodney Hudson, Gabe Jackson, and Trent Brown serviceable. I don't think anybody's going to come out at the end of this year and say they were much better than we thought. I think Tom Cable's got to get the most he can out of them to make them serviceable, and then that leads me to Carr because you've been really open with your opinions on Carr with me over the years. I just think he has to get better. And that's not a criticism, Bill. He's supposed to get better. Tom Brady at 43, Drew Brees in his late 30s into his 40s got better. Guys making money are supposed to get better. What's the next step for Carr? I've been saying he's got to run more in critical spots in the game because he's made all the big throws. What do you think he has to improve on? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, I mean, you name these guys getting better, but these are legends. These are Hall of Famers, you know, top-of-the-line Hall of Famers. And, you know, I, I think to compare Derek Carr, I think we should just compare him to starting NFL quarterbacks. And I don't think Derek Carr is going to the Hall of Fame. Maybe maybe he will catch fire and win a couple Super Bowls, and, yeah, he'll go to the Hall of Fame. But right now he's a top-15 guy, and, I think the ceiling is close. I mean, he's turning 30, I think, next week. Um, so I, that doesn't mean there's not room for growth. Um, but, you know, a lot of people think Derek Carr is a guy that needs an ensemble around him. And whether that's fair or not, I mean, they, they talk about Jim and G, they talk about golf, and they put Carr into, those, into that category. And when we see Derek Carr at his best, what, what happens? He usually gets really good production. It's his better, his best games are the games that he has the offensive line played out of its mind. So, you know, I, I think this affects him the, the changes on on the offensive line. If if he's keep getting chased, I mean, he's always best when he's got great protection, right? And you can say that about any quarterback, mm-hmm. but particularly Carr, I think we, we see that. So if he's going to be chased more than he is, you're right. He's going to have to learn to, to run. It's just to you know, just to save himself. So it's going to be interesting. And, you know, they put, they're putting these resources, uh, you know, other positions in the, you know, Kenyon Drake. Well, okay, they're going to be able to run the ball in theory, and that takes pressure off the quarterback. But are they going to run the ball if they can't get run protection? So there's, there's a lot of ifs this offseason that I didn't think were going to be there. Bill Williamson, Raider Insider, long-term respected Raider Insider who joins us. That's really important, yeah. We both covered off on Carr. He's got to throw better when he's under pressure and he's being forced out of the pocket. That's something he should be working on this entire offseason with the offensive coaching staff, and hopefully he approves on it because I've always said Derek's a really good athlete. You mentioned Yannick Ngakwe and the rest of this front. They brought in a lot of guys. Solomon Thomas, who I had on yesterday, what a tragedy that he lost his sister a year into his career where he was taken number three overall, the third pick overall. I mean, if he can live up to his potential here and the Raiders can count on him being a disruptor, what about the interior of that defensive line, which hasn't been a strong point for this team for quite some time? Yeah, I mean, it's asking a lot from him to live up to his potential because he played on a really good line in San Francisco, had a lot of help around him. I don't know if he's going to have quite the help around him, so... If he didn't, if he if he didn't rise with on that line, is he going to rise on on this line? And I, I think what he is, he's a guy who's probably overdrafted. He he was a really good player at Stanford, a really good player. He had all the measurables, he, you know, everything, character, everything, and he had a general manager, a rookie general manager from the same school, and John May got a little excited. You know, and it might have overdrafted them. That's and you know what, Quinn Farrell might have been overdrafted. That's not these guys' fault, but it, it, it puts the expectations on them. So I, I think the Raiders, what they need to hope from him is that you know he does feel refreshed, and you know he does have a new chapter, and, and he produces nicely, and and it gives them more than what Collins did, and he's a good fit for Bradley's. Uh, Defense, and let's see, let's regroup next year and see if they want to sign to a, uh, you know, a longer-term contract. But I don't know if we're putting a lot of eggs into that basket. Yeah, Bill. I think as we wrap it up, Bill Williamson joins us, Raider Insider. The ability to finish up free agency, and then I'll ask you about the draft because we're going to have you on a bunch before the draft. 
This is interesting to me. I, I In theory, and there was a couple of recent right tackles that came in the draft that have been really good. Tampa Bay got one and won the Super Bowl. When I look at tackles, I just don't think taking a rookie and putting him at right tackle as you're breaking in a new center and you're putting a backup in to start at guard is a sharp thing to do. I'd rather see a guy who's got tape and been in this league for a while. What do you sense the Raiders are now focusing on with that 17th pick overall where they can get an impact player? Because he's got to start, Bill, and he's got to be really good. It can't be someone like Jonathan Abram at the end of the first round. It can't be someone like Arnett who really struggled. they got to have a guy walk into this building who's a hell of a player and is going to start the opening game, period. Yeah, and, and, and he's, you know, at 17 and 20 is the same range. And, you know, a lot of people say after 15, 16 in the first round of drafts, they become 17, becomes 35. They're the same type of player. So they're going to need some luck, and they're going to need to really be shrewd. So there's no guarantee. And, yeah, if you, if you overdraft at right tackle, you might have a lot of problems that first year, you know, as the guy gets acclimated. Um, I, I, do they take another safety? I mean, I'm starting to starting to think they may go that way. And I don't think free agency the rest of the way, because we're in late phase two. We're on the doorstep of phase three of free agency. Mm-hmm. If, if that changes, if they, if they get a right tackle, they get a, a free safety, I think they still can go to that position in the draft. So I don't think the free agency changes anything the rest of the way, because they're going to be short-term deals. So, um, yeah, do they get the safety from TCU? I mean, I talked to some folks who think he'd be a really big, great fit. And mm-hmm. then you go, okay, well, good God. How many safeties are you going to take early? But if he hits, at least you get one of them, right? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be fascinating. I wasn't that excited about the Raiders draft three weeks ago because I'm like, well, they're just going to take, you know, whatever uh, pass rusher is out there, and it's probably going to be an overdraft. And it's not going to really help. But now there's a lot of more intrigue. They can go a lot. They can go to a lot different positions. So, um, but the bottom line is they're still going to have to hit whoever they get. You're right. This guy has to be an impact. Hey, Bill. One more. Do you have a read on what Mayock might do? Because no one does, nor should we. But just a gut feeling on trading up. Because Micah Parsons is the player I want. I was right on in Gawkway. They had to get a elite edge rusher, and we'll see if Yanni could live up to that hype. But they got him. And I think if, if there's a player at 12, 13, and Mayock and Gruden are sold on that player, that they'll do something that they haven't done. They'll trade up in the first round and do something big to get a player who's going to be dominant here instead of someone they're drafting like Cleland Farrell that they hope develops in and Jonathan Abram, that they get the guy that's the lock, but they're going to have to give up some draft equity to go get him. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm going to write about Parsons uh, either today or tomorrow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Let me stop you there. I watched that workout. I I almost jumped through my ceiling, and that's the guy I want. Yeah, and I think people are going to go, wait a second. They got Littleton, and they got, you know, and and they just said, who cares? I think they should have drafted Kenneth Murray last year. You know, and, but yet, guess what? He goes to a division rival, and he has a really good rookie season. I don't care about these veterans. This is the future, and if this guy is that good, he, you know what? One of those other guys becomes a backup, and that's just the way it goes. Um, or maybe he, you know, they they hold up on him for a year or two, and 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 Parsons a really good backup. But if he could be a guy for eight nine years, you take him. I don't care about. Guys with two more years on the contract who are just guys. Hey, Bill, Bill, you, Bill, you nailed it. I'm so happy we had you on today. If a guy like Micah Parsons, who's much better, much better on paper than Littleton, Kwiatkowski, and Morrow, if you can get him, who cares who gets benched out of those three we just mentioned? Who cares? You got, you got a transitional elite superstar potential player. Just go do it. And, and worry about the mood that these guys are going to get in if they have to earn to keep their job. Yeah, this team needs impact. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I'm with you. And I think they can get up to 12 or 13. Um, yeah. You know, after the, the Hudson trade, it may be even a little higher. Thank you, Bill. Great hit today. We'll have you on in a couple of weeks. Always appreciate you.
All right, JP. Thanks, man. All right, Bill Williamson. He's got juice. He knows the Raiders a long time, and he brought up Micah Parsons. We both watched the workouts. He is writing on Micah Parsons, so go to SB Nation, and you'll see all of his work right there. It is really good. And we'll see what happens. Hey, you know Sam and Ash is our personal injury attorneys. They're friends, really good friends. They are reloading downtown when it comes to what they're doing in the community and how they're working with us at Lotus Broadcasting. If you get into an accident, and it could be a very serious accident or you don't think it's that big, stop, get safe, get to the side of the road, and call Sam and Ash. SamandAshLaw.com, 702-820-1234. Because you deserve what's right. There's two for one. You get Sam and Ashley, and they'll help. And they pick up their phone 24-7, and they'll be there for you. And you need help when this happens in Vegas. Again, I drove here from Summerlin to the Henderson facility today and almost got in two accidents. People are insane on the roads. They're getting over from the 215 to the 15, past the Silverton. People flying by, not using their lane changers. Insanity. And then I got off the freeway by the M, and someone went right through a red light right in front of me coming out of the M. Not a yellow, a completely red light right through it. I said, really? Okay, so Sam and Ash is there for you, SamAndAshLaw.com. What a show today. Thanks to Eddie Pascal. We had Dan Wetzel, Bill Williamson. I'd like to take phone calls before the top of the hour, and I'd like to see you tomorrow at the Virgin Hotels, the brand-new property. It used to be the Hard Rock. And now it's completely different. I walked it a week ago, mind-blowing. It's not what you expect. From what the open spaces, what they did outside by the pool, the restaurants, they redid the rooms. And I love the Hard Rock. If you've been listening to me for 10 minutes or 10 years, I met my wife at the Hard Rock. So my DNA in Vegas comes from that footprint. So we're going in tonight for the grand opening. I'll be there all weekend. And we will broadcast there tomorrow with several special guests, a couple of baseball players. Uh, Celebrities are coming in tonight uh, for the grand opening of the One Steakhouse. My great friend John O'Donnell, and everybody knows John O'Donnell. He should be the mayor of Las Vegas. Michael Morton, the Morton brothers, are rebranding what used to be MB Steak, and now it's called One Steakhouse because they do one thing great, which is steaks. So I'll be there tonight for the grand opening of that restaurant to see J.O.D. and the crew. A lot of friends coming into town. And we're all here behind Richard Boz, Bosworth Boz, who is the face of the property. And he'll greet you walking in the door. And you'll see him all over the property. So really excited about that tonight. My wife and I are going to celebrate the Virgin Hotels with a lot of friends who are going back to work tonight. A lot of friends who are out of work for a long time after the Hard Rock closed And over 80, 85% of them are coming back, and they're working for this new brand, which is going to be really exceptional. Uh, Right after the show, I'll be emceeing a Zoom for the, and this is going to be really cool what I'm doing today, and we'll talk about more of this. The Raiders and the UNLV coaching staff is taking time to share with high school coaches throughout Nevada their vision of football. So that'll be from 3 to 5 tonight. And Coach Arroyo will be there with, from UNLV with Coach Glenn Thomas and Peter Hansen. And for the Raiders, it'll be John Gruden, Gus Bradley, and Rod Marinelli. This will all be done virtually from inside our building here because we know how much youth sports is important to the Raiders. John Gruden loves this idea. He's going to connect with so many high school coaches in about an hour to give him and them all his vision of coaching. And Marcus Arroyo has got a great recruiting class coming in, and our partners over there, they're going to be over there at UNLV, and they're going to be playing in Allegiant Stadium, so we want UNLV football to really thrive here in town. And I also want Kevin Kruger to thrive here in town. And we're looking forward to having him on really soon as UNLV basketball brings in one of their own, the son of Lon Kruger, his own man, to turn the program around and get people to show up to the Thomas and Mac. So whatever we can do to help out the Rebels on that front, I'm all in on that. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. If you want to get through to talk about anything we talked about, I think the big topic of the day, do you believe in my thoughts that the Raiders should move up in the draft and get a linebacker, a stud linebacker or edge rusher? They got Mad Max. They got Yannick Ngakwe. So what? Get another. Get another guy who causes havoc 
that we'll remember years from now. That's where I'm going heading into the draft. Where are you going on Raider Nation Radio? You're listening to the JT The Brick Show, brought to you by PTs. All 64 taverns are open in Vegas. And make sure you experience the best happy hour in town from 5 to 7 p.m. and midnight to 2 a.m. And then there were eight. Team by team, round by round. Who's about to go down? The Elite Eight tips off at 4 p.m. Monday right after Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Brought to you by Finley Toyota. We're here for you. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights. And you can catch all of the action on 1230 The Game. Brought to you by the Ruiz Law Firm. If you're in an accident, visit lmruizlaw.com. Consultations are free. This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. Don't miss this incredible offer. Sky Diamond's five years, 0% interest financing on everything in the store is almost over. Hurry in. It's only through the end of the month. Sky Diamonds, a 6,000 square foot showroom packed with the largest diamond inventory in the nation. And for the month of March, take advantage of Sky Diamond's 0% interest financing for five years. Yes, you heard right. Five years. Purchase a $10,000 engagement ring and you pay less than $167 a month. Or a $5,000 tennis bracelet and pay less than 85 a month. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets. Plus an extensive inventory of quality loose diamonds, all shapes and sizes, affordable for any budget and all available at 0% interest for five years. Don't miss this incredible opportunity only through the end of the month. Five years, zero interest financing. Don't buy until you experience the Sky Diamonds difference. Sky Diamonds, official diamond jeweler of the Vegas Golden Knights, located in Town Square, South Las Vegas Boulevard, corner of Sunset. L2 Texas Barbecue has arrived in Henderson. Sink your teeth into their delicious Texas barbecue like their smoked chicken, tasty pulled pork, and their famous smoked brisket. Got a bigger appetite? Order from the all-you-can-eat barbecue menu. You heard me right. All-you-can-eat. Pork ribs, beef brisket, all the killer sides. Show up extra hungry. L2 Texas Barbecue now open. Located at 2250 East Warm Springs Road in Green Valley. Welcome back to the JT The Brick Show, brought to you by Grimaldi's. With five locations in the Valley, 100 years of coal-fired brick oven pizza. I think our group has a confidence to what we do. And, you know, I think we've done it uh, enough that we know, uh, you know, that if we can get uh, a certain amount of pressure on the other team at the, at the right moments in the third, that uh, we've got a chance to grab that momentum. That's Peter DeBoer, the head coach of your Vegas Golden Knights as they play Colorado. And remember, I was up in Tahoe in the outdoor game and knowing Colorado and how good that team is. What's crazy for VGK is they came into the league their inaugural season and they lost to Alex Ovechkin in the Stanley Cup, who is a great player. They were up one game to none in the Stanley Cup final and they should have won that Stanley Cup. I thought they were the better team. And credit the Capitals, they won the Cup. Ovechkin got his Cup. And then the last couple of years, they've just run into San Jose. We know the nightmare of the four goals on the power play and what's happened. And this year, they're going to have to deal with Colorado. Minnesota is very good. We know St. Louis, but I believe they're better than St. Louis. So it's going to take a little bit of puck luck, the health of this team, getting back Pentrangelo when he's completely healthy, We'll find out what's going to happen with Pacioretty. A game-time decision, but no matter what happens, the pressure on the Golden Knights is always going to be here because they're a really good team, and they're expected to win. They're expected to win the Stanley Cup. Anything else doesn't suffice. Finally, we wrap it up, brought to you by Bell Solar. They're currently hiring sales professionals. You know how big solar is in the Valley. You can heat your pool. You can heat your water. You can heat your house for the wintertime with a great solar company, Bell Solar. 
If you're interested in applying for a sales position, who wouldn't want to have a great job with a great company? Bell Solar is hiring. 702-979-1277. We welcome in our new proud partner, Bell Solar. Let's start off with the stone goal. Gave VGK a big lead. The captain goes up 2-1. to one. Try to make a backhand pass down the wall. Off the skate. Vegas controls left side. Stone creeps in. Made a pass. Knocked down. Rebound. Score! Mark Stone puts the Knights on top 2-1 to one in the first minute 20 of the third period. The hard trophy is in reach. The captain is a hell of a player. He can fight. He can score. He can defend. He lays down in front of pucks. He's the reason why they decided to have a captain, and he's been living up to it. Good to see Robin Leonard back. Flurry can't play every game. Leonard comes in. Leonard steps up. We're pulling for him to play great. Here's a big save. Left wall stone. Twisting it out high. He gave it away. It's a breakaway. Schwartz picked up. Now feeds the middle. Save Leonard. Turns it away to his right. Still in the zone. Schwartz to the right. Falk. A slap shot. Save. And it kicks out of play. Leonard's playing. He's, a, he's the type of guy who's got to get hot now. Both goaltenders got to stay hot because the advantage that Vegas has is they can mix and match the goaltenders better than any other team in the league. A great 1-1A one goaltender. I believe Fleury should be the starter. I repeat, I believe that Marc-Andre Fleury should be the starter for the Vegas Golden Knights. Leonard should be the backup, and there should be a statue already built and bronzed in front of T-Mobile for the great Marc-Andre Fleury. Milestone first goal for Kolasar. Who gets possession? A point shot save. Rebound score! Keegan Kolasar with his first NHL goal. The Knights lead 3-1 to one with 8.41 to go in the third. He found the rebound off to the right side of Bennington and he buried it into the goal. Keegan Kolasar finally buries one. Finally gets his first goal. That is a milestone for the Vegas Golden Knights. He should get many more coming from there. Had to break the ice. Excuse the pun. He got it. You know, I'm a Wild Bill guy because he can play on penalty kill. He can score on the power play. Someone's got to be accountable for Wild Bill. Up top for Theodore. The lefty slides to the middle. He shoots. Blocked. Wide right. Back to the left here, Stone to the middle, a shot, save, rebound, score! William Carlson followed his own rebound, his first power play goal of the year. Vegas 4, St. Louis 1, with five minutes to play. That's so huge. When Carl, they have so many snipers on this team, from Marceso to Pacioretty to Carlson. They've got to score in bunches. When one gets hot, they got to stay hot for a week or two, and that's how you get some puck luck. Wild Bill having a big year. And finally, we'll go back to the captain for a second goal of the game, Mark Stone. Theodore to Carlson in the slot. To the right point again, Theodore. Walks left, the lefty drifting. Carlson in the circle, up high. One-time shot, tipped in! It's Stone with the tipping goal. 5-1 Vegas. Another power play goal. Three points for Mark Stone. That's Dan Duval on all the calls. Our Golden Knights sister station, VGK Radio. So today... The Heat trade for Victor Oladipo looks like they're going to move for LaMarcus Aldridge from San Antonio after the buyout. The Raptors stand pat. They did not trade Kyle Lowry, who was on the move. A lot of people thought that he might go. He might go, and that would be a big deal. And I think, you know, Lowry to the Lakers would have made a lot of sense. And here's a massive story, massive story that is just broken, and we'll keep an eye on it. Sources say... Oklahoma Sooner men's basketball coach Lon Kruger is retiring after 45 years in coaching. This is a report right now confirmed by ESPN. Lon is 68. He's been in charge of the Sooners for the last decade, leading them to seven NCAA tournaments and a Final Four appearance. Wow. This just popped up here on ESPN. Prior to, take, prior to taking over at Oklahoma, Lon Kruger led UNLV to four NCAA tournament appearances in seven seasons, including a Sweet 16 run with his son. Considered one of the most underrated coaches of his generation. Of his generation, he started his coaching career back in 1976. I am at the Raider facility. I almost fell out of my chair when I saw this. Whoa. His son's the head coach of 
UNLV and Lon looking to retire with that nice big house out here in Vegas? Hmm. I wonder what this means. I wonder what this means. Oh, I like this. Starting to put some pieces together on this one. Breaking news, Lon Kruger, reportedly, according to Jeff Borzello of ESPN, going to announce his retirement. And could he be? Hmm. I'll leave it at that. I'm doing something with UNLV at the top of the hour next hour. I don't want to get in trouble. I've been very good at not getting in trouble lately. Knock on wood. All right, uh, big weekend. I'll be over at the Virgin Hotels the rest of the weekend. We'll be broadcasting there tomorrow from noon to 2. Big deal for us. One as minute. Boz asked us as we closed the Hard Rock to open it up with a sports broadcast. I'm thrilled to be there. So come on by. Would love to say hi. Buy a beverage or at least see you when I get off the air. Uh, we'll be right off the main lobby at the junction. I think when you come in through that unbelievable area, the opening part of the open setting, the cactuses, I think you're going to be blown away. So we will be there tonight and broadcasting there tomorrow. Thanks to Eddie Pascal, Bill Williamson, Dan Wetzel with all the news from Yahoo on what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Man, does he have a lot to answer to. And we'll be back tomorrow for a special edition show. Thanks for listening to Raider Nation Radio, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. JT here for Sam and Ash Injury Law, the only injury lawyers I trust. If you're hurt in an accident, make sure your first call is to Sam and Ash. They aren't your typical lawyers looking to make a quick buck. Think of them as your guides to a full recovery. They'll help you through the whole process from start to finish. Make sure you know what to do next. And if you don't need a lawyer, they'll tell you. Sam and Ash invest in your case so that you will get the best care and best results possible. And while no one can guarantee results, they've collected over $400 million in settlements for clients. They care, they help, and you win. So don't waste your time talking to insurance adjusters or sleazy ambulance chasers. Find a lawyer you can trust. Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234. That's 702-820-1234. Or go to SamAndAshLaw.com. They're easy to reach 24 hours a day, easy to talk to, and ready to do what's right for you. 702-820-1234. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Hello, Finley Kia. Are you guys really only minutes from anywhere in Las Vegas? That's right. We're in the middle of Las Vegas on Sahara and Decatur. Just minutes from anywhere in the valley. Well, that doesn't do me much good. How so? It's 500 miles from my house to your dealership, and I want to come see a Kia. Then you need a 2021 Nero LX, Kia's new gas electric hybrid SUV. They're built to travel great distances while keeping you in comfort and style. How great a distance we talking about? Uh, the Kia Nero's hybrid electric motor has a combined range of an astounding 595 miles. Wow, I could drive to Vegas and not stop once. You could whiz right by that creepy gas station off the main highway. Oh, they have the best sushi in those places. Finley Kia has a great selection of Nero hybrid electric SUVs, as well as traditionally powered new and pre-owned vehicles. So how far will you go to? Come see a Kia at Finley Kia. On second thought, maybe you can come to me. I understand you do home delivery. Mm, I do like sushi. If you're like me, your number one and number two favorite activities are great sleep and saving money. Either order, both are fantastic. So I think to myself, why don't I combine the two? So I did. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, where you'll save $300 on premium Tempur-Pedic mattresses at our huge spring savings event. Plus, get two Tempur-Adapt cloud pillows for the price of one. Free delivery and no interest financing for 72 months. Okay, my work is done here. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friend. See store for details. BetMGM helps you turn big plays into paydays throughout the hockey and basketball seasons. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID for a speedy sign-up, and you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada right away. Then get ready to take advantage of BetMGM's daily boosted odds specials and dozens of betting options from all your favorite sports, including in-play wagering, props, and so much more. With BetMGM at your fingertips, every game and every play will mean something more as you get ready to queue up for your victory dance. Whoop, whoop. 
Whoop. Download the app today and stop by your favorite MGM casino in Las Vegas to register. In no time, it'll be showtime. Bet fearlessly with MGM, the king of sportsbooks and official betting partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Go online, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. See you tomorrow. Drive safe. Later, buddy. Drive safe. At Chevy, we know everyone says it. I'll see you later, man. Drive safe. A Chevy SUV can help you. Chevy SUVs offer active safety technologies to help you and your passengers stay safe. Two simple words mean a lot because you mean a lot. The Chevy family of SUVs. Drive safe. See your Southern Nevada Chevy dealers. Read the vehicle owner's manual for important feature limitations and information.